0: Greetings of the day, my name is Blake Dowling. I'm the CEO of Aegis Business Technologies in Tallahassee, Florida. Last time we had our podcast, we sat here with County Commissioner Kristen Dozier and we talked about what might this spring look like. Well, it's looking very different than we thought it would be. Offices are working remote across the state, the nation, the world. The tapestry of our economy has certainly changed and we're seeing the use of Teams and Zoom and webinars, and podcasts to keep the lines of communication open with our businesses. It's been pretty wild. It's been pretty scary at times, but it's great to see the business community keeping their messaging going, keeping their branding going, keeping their business engines running as best we can. I was talking to our team last night via a long email thread, and Kevin and Bill from our team were weighing in how this is going to change remote workforce for ages. Like we're going to have staggered staff potentially going forward we're working effectively there was a lot of fear in the business community how is remote going to work and it's working so congrats to all those that are getting it done and for those that are out there struggling we wish you a speedy recovery economically and for those ill we wish you a very speedy recovery from a healthcare perspective so a little joke for the day Uh, where does spider-man keep his photographs his website. (laughs) Yeah, we had to go there because today's theme is all about the web web development, search engine optimization, digital marketing, especially. And, uh, as we look at the landscape out there, I was talking about remote workforce before we introduce our guest, be on the lookout for cyber threats right now, because they're really ramping it up. Hackers are targeting Corona themed emails, text threats. Malicious websites embedded with code that will take over your computer, ransomware, phishing attempts. It's a great reminder that when you're talking about your business and thinking about the future, whatever that looks like, to make sure you're following industry best practices in regards to your tech. Redundancy at every level. Standardization. Two-factor authentication. Password protocols top of line. Firewall. Antivirus. Redundancy at every level. Backup internet. These things have to be in place and the more cloud solutions that are enabled And the more things that continue on in this way, we got to be keeping all of this top of mind. So let's go back about uh, a year. I was invited by the local chamber of commerce, Jay Revel, to participate on their webinar and slash podcast. Then our partner in Connecticut, Datto, invited me up to talk about their Hurricane Michael efforts here in our community to recover and keep our community going during that time. And then Michael Wynn. Web developer extraordinaire, digital ops guru, uh, invited me to be on his podcast. And we talked about, you know, how to keep your business safe. Uh, Michael, Wynn and I have been partners for about 10 years in the web development space and 10 years ago, I was looking for someone that could bring web development skills along with the other skills that are so important. Digital marketing, search engine optimization, and those other skill sets to our client base about 50 projects later. We're still rocking and rolling with a great partnership and today michael wynn joins us on the biz and tech podcast michael wynn ladies and gentlemen we're really excited to have you here welcome
1: blake thank you so much uh man i know this, this episode is going to be a blast uh because you always bring the energy and the humor uh so i know it's going to be a lot of fun and it really it's it's been a great relationship uh, working with Aegis you know the the level of, of of client service that you guys provide is really in line with the obsession that we have with our clients success um, and so I think it's been a great partnership for us to provide um, you know web development and um, and other services that really I think it's interesting it's pretty much like When a client of yours says, hey, do you do this? And it has to do with the internet. You know, they're like, yeah, we can we do that. We've got a resource. And, uh, you know, you say uh, 10 years. It's I did. I did some calculation that I think it's almost a little over 10,000 hours that I've put in working on WordPress websites and, and trying to help clients put their best digital foot forward. Uh, as the Chief Digital Officer of Digital Ops, which is a division of RB Oppenheim Associates, so I'm I'm happy to be on the show today, and I
0: appreciate the invite, buddy. Absolutely, ten thousand Heinekens, ten thousand hours, and ten years, my friend. All right, right on, right on. All right, well, let's start with a couple things. What is one of your favorite projects that you've worked on uh, recently?
1: well you know i I really think that every project has this one thing it really doesn't matter like whether we're working with an association whether we're working with a, a local uh business uh or a regional business or a national business there's always some level of the status quo that i am determined to find and punch in the face um because that's really the obstacle that so many businesses struggle with is well we've always done it this way and that has really hurt a lot of businesses and you know because of what is happening in co- with covid-19 many businesses are absolutely having to to pivot and really think about um, channels and, and ways to communicate with their customers or their members, um, you know, because of, of, you know, stay at home or, you know, work from home conditions. You know, a couple of projects that we've worked with over the years that are, are really kind of my showcase or, or the pride of the work that I've done probably would be two organizations. I think the Florida Redevelopment Association. And, um ASA Florida which is the adult community education of, of Florida these two organizations represent really two different um you know uh segments or industries you know one is all about um you know redeveloping and, and enhancing areas in a community that have been neglected or run down whether it's through you know, parks or whether it's through, you know, innovative um, solutions when it comes to, uh, you know, housing or, or businesses or, or parks or whatever. And with adult education community providing education to people and individuals, no matter where they are and what stage of life they're in, you know, whether they left high school early or whether they're, you know, late in their adult years and want to come back and, and get their degree or get their education. You know it's two different realms and the one that's always been the case with membership organizations how do you provide value do does your organization actually answer the membership value question because that's ultimately why people are going to pay a membership to be a part of an association and so the work that we've done creating these online communities whether it's an online forum, whether it's a virtual summit, whether it's, uh, you know, creating a, a website that has interactive components, I think, you know, those two pieces or those two projects uh, are really just, you know, uh, kind of the flag that, that we've planted. You know, we've worked with them for, gosh, eight or nine years. And, you the, the other thing that is really cool about working with those guys is is they're always open to and they always they're like, Michael, what's next? What should we do next? you know it's not um, even though they're directed or, or um, you know they're overseen by a board of directors, they're always open to new ideas and, and new innovations to help with membership engagement. So I love those two
0: projects. Awesome. ASA Florida does really noble work in our community and it's going on a decade now of us having a partnership with them. Excellent. Uh, I was talking to the Florida Chamber of Commerce this morning, actually talking about membership engagement, and they said that they've had in the past six week five thousand businesses participate in their webinars. So, how you're choosing to engage your clients right now through the web? I love something you did on our website, which is the auto-populated Twitter feed that's in the bottom right. You know, just uh, hour by hour, because I happen to have a tweet problem. Uh, you know, you're seeing constant updates, if you will, uh, without any work required on the back end. So great stuff. So Michael, uh, I looked at Spotify not too long ago, and digital ops and your podcast right there, top five. Congratulations. That's really awesome. Tell us a little bit about that, how that happened. And as a follow up, what kind of tips would you offer if someone was to check out your podcast, a couple of free tips on what people can do to get their digital marketing message out there?
1: Yeah, you know it's it's uh, it's funny. I come from a long line of teachers. Uh, my grandfather was a teacher. Uh, my great grandfather uh, was was a teacher. My mom, my dad, uh, both teachers at one point of their life. And so um, I, I think the 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 button for me, the energy for me, that when I when I do a podcast episode, it's it's a way for me to provide basic practical tactical ways that business businesses can leverage the same kind of strategies and, and the same platforms that we deploy for our clients um, and and help them you know grow their business and and so you know the podcast I actually started it in late 2018 um, and and it really was just my way of of You know, the more I talk about these things that I do day in and day out that that we that we do on behalf of our clients, um, it just it helped me get better at describing, you know, some of these things, because many clients, um, you know, they're not familiar with what what does ADA web compliance mean? Why? Why is that important? Um, You know, and that, as a matter of fact, is one of the most listened to episodes that I've done. And the the thing that people don't realize is not only when you are creating your website in a way that is compliant with ADA compliance, there's actually a flip side benefit of search engine optimization because one of the basic tenets of ADA web compliance is to use alt tags that are basically, um, you know, little verbal descriptions of what your photos are or little text indicators of what the link actually goes to I mean you have to think of it in this terms if a person who is is visually and has a visual disability and essentially they can't see your website but they desperately need the services or products that your company uses essentially their software reads your entire website to them from their control panel and they will use their voice to say skip or next and that's really important. And I think the other thing, and this is so important, and I'm glad I have the opportunity to share this with as many people as possible. If you are a small business and you took money from the, during the CARES Act, uh, from the PPP money or EIDL money, your website is now going to be raised into a level of scrutiny that it must be compliant with ADA because you've received federal funding Right. And, and that's kind of been the threshold. I mean, last year there was 181% increase in ADA compliance lawsuits filed. And the two biggest states where those lawsuits were filed, New York and Florida. So, you know, I, I was super excited this past December. The podcast, we reached over 10,000 downloads. I couldn't believe it. I was like, this is crazy. I mean, I've had people on the show from Spain, the Netherlands um seattle i mean all over the world have been guests on the show and um it's been just an incredible ride and i enjoy doing it um you know every day
0: well congratulations on that success and thanks for those helpful tips um moving on to some personal items let's talk real quick so um favorite sports team Oh, wow. Favorite sports. You know, here's the thing.
1: I grew up in Houston, Texas. Um, so, you know, growing up as a little kid, I was a huge Houston Oilers fan. Um, and, you know, they were the, uh, they were the, the, the team that, that I rooted for when I was a kid. Um, but as an adult, to really make uh, Sundays interesting, um, I have to confess, I'm a huge fantasy sports junkie. Um, I love every team. I love every quarterback, as long as they're on my winning
0: lineup and I can cash in. <laughs> That's awesome. So if we were on the home front of, uh, of Win Manor and you were chefing up the ultimate meal, especially this time, um, during this time, people are cooking more than they ever have, exploring new recipes. What are you going to throw out there to dazzle the world with your culinary skill? Oh man, I'm embarrassed
1: to say like in the kitchen, I am terrible, but you put me out on the grill, (laughs) my friend. And I, I, I can do some magic. So I'm all about, uh, you know, doing some slow cooked ribs, uh, or grilling up some steaks. Um, you know, that that's really where, um, I like to spend my time outside with a cold beer
0: and, uh, firing up the grill. Yeah. Last Saturday night, my entire kitchen moved outside. I grilled zucchinis, thick cut, with a lot of salt, pepper, and olive oil. Onion rings, grilled, which you haven't tried it. Pretty wild. And uh, some New York strips, courtesy of Omaha Steaks, because didn't feel like going to the grocery store. These are the times we're living in, man. Crazy. And right. so what, what tunes are you rocking during this uh, grilling exercise well,
1: you know, it's, it's funny when you when you talk about music, I feel like music kind of follows you through through, you know, uh, phases of your life. When I was a young kid, you know, then, um, you know, I love Journey. Um, they were the, the band that really opened my ears and, and eyes to, to music. And and then as I, you know, got into my teen years, um, I, I was kind of that uh, rebellious, uh, you know, alternative kid. So I was listening to a lot of Depeche Mode. Uh, in my 20s, I loved uh, listening to Coldplay. And now that I'm uh, soon to be the big 5-0, uh, you know, I find myself kind of balancing uh, Alt Nation and 70s on 7 or 80s on 8. So, um, you know, it's it's been kind of a, a, a different ride now that we've got all kinds of access to music in our cars through, you know, XM radio. Um, you know, there's just so much out there that... that Good good stuff to listen to. Um, so that's kind of where I fall. Little, little spectrum all over the place.
0: Nice. I forgot about our Houston commonality. I was born in Houston, Texas also. And every summer, my dad would take me to the Summit Arena to see ZZ Top on the final night. Yeah. Of whatever tour was Everybody going on. Was
1: crazy about a sharp-dressed man.
0: Exactly. Yes, the Eliminator Tour was obviously the highlight. Afterburner Tour after that blew my mind. And to this day, still a diehard fan. If you're into the band, ZZ Top, Sam Dunn's documentary on the band, Little Old Band from Texas just came out on Netflix. Fantastico. All right, moving back to uh, business real quick. And then we have an announcement uh, that we want to make that uh, involves you specifically. So proudest moment of your career. Break it down for us, my man. Oh, wow. Um,
1: yeah, that's, that's a really tough one. You know, I, I think... I think it was just the point where I realized that a rapid response really equals lifetime clients. It just, I don't know when that moment clicked, but but I just started to see this pattern that even if I didn't have the answer, I mean, a lot of people, when you get an email or or you get a call or, or, you know, whatever it is, if you don't have the answer, you want to wait until you have the answer to 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 get back to them and somewhere along the way uh, a a a light bulb clicked for me and it was as soon as they you know send in that email let them know hey let me look into this and i'll get back to you and i and i and then in even in our office um you know we have this kind of unspoken competition you know, when, when a client emails, like, how fast can we respond back? And, you know, I love when a client says back to me, thank you, sir, Speedy. Um, you know, because literally within like six minutes, I have not only answered their, their question, uh, but posted the information to their website. And, you know, so I, I think that that's, that's really been kind of that aha moment for me. Um, you know, having run my own business, um, and, and had that experience and then, you know, being a part of a collaborative effort with Aegis Business Technology and, and the work that we do here at, at Digital Ops and RB Oppenheim Associates, um, you know, just, just the, the possibility that the internet holds for me and holds for clients, the, the things that they can do, um you know, are, are just endless. The possibilities are endless. And that's, that's what keeps me fired up, man, is, is just that there's so many different things that, that can be executed, that can increase your, your brand visibility that can, you know, really help kind of push you forward. But let me tell you this, my man, if I could go back in time, and I could tell myself something to do. here. Let me tell you what I would tell myself. And I would tell you too. I would tell the Blake and the Michael Wynn of 2005, 15 years ago, that as soon as Twitter comes out, post 50 times a day on Twitter. Because I think people really underestimated uh, and underestimate the power of social media my partner, Rick Oppenheim, and I, we literally met on Twitter and is the reason why digital ops exist now. So, um, you know, the social media platforms and the connectivity that exists on our mobile devices, people grossly underestimate them.
0: Oh, yeah. I gave a, a shout out to the Omaha Steaks um, company on Twitter the other day. And the president, it might have been his assistant, granted, but the president's account said, thank you for your business. Um, And it didn't seem like an auto reply. It was pretty cool. Well, speaking of web development, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, uh, a few weeks ago, I threw some rough ideas at Michael Wynn about people and technology and connecting them together. And the timing couldn't have been more relevant for what we're seeing today, connecting people and technology. And Mr. Wynn, you outdid yourself. You came out with a whole new look and feel for AegisBizTech.com. And it looks fantastic. So today, we announce the launch of AegisBizTech.com. And what you're seeing is an accent, and you have to go to the site to check it out. Or if you're watching, you'll see it. But people plus technology. Some really cool statistical analysis of users that we served last year. Because our core business is IT support. We're all about solving people's technology problems. And that has changed so much over the years. So if you need an IT resource think of Aegis. If you need a bad joke, think of Blake. If you need web design, think of Michael Wynn and digital ops. It's a pleasure to work with you, brother, day in, day out through thin and thick crisis success. We've seen it all, man. And I look forward to our partnership growing in the next 10 years. And if you have any closing thoughts, now's your time.
1: Hey, man, I appreciate it. It's been a real pleasure on the show. You know, I think the last thing that I want to kind of share with the group is um, really look at where are the weaknesses, where are the opportunities that your website can help you provide the best to the people that desperately need your products or service. I can think about no, no other organization more important now than Second Harvest of the Big Ben. We, we had the privilege of working with their team on their new website last year. One of the big things that we helped them do was to improve their online donation portal um, and, and in the last few weeks, the, the donations of, of the community and, and the people that live in Leon County who and, and their surrounding Big Bend counties who have the means and abilities to donate to Second Harvest of the Big Bend through the, the portal um, has has meant so much to um, for them to be able to provide the important essentials uh, of, to families that, that are unemployed who, don't can't just hop in the car go down to Publix, go down to fresh for less uh and and pick up their groceries they're literally relying upon second harvest of the big bend um to provide those those meaningful services and products so you know it's it's being able to work with with companies like yours and second harvest of the big bend to help them uh just really do great work in the community and and again thanks for letting me be a guest
0: on the show i really appreciate it Right on, man. And you're on point with Second Harvest. I had an opportunity to work with WTXL and their Feeding Hope campaign in conjunction with Second Harvest and play a small role uh, through Aegis in that. I've seen Big Brothers Big Sisters and TCC participate in their drop-off points with food for the folks that really need it. And to that end, as we close today... Massive shout out to elected officials, healthcare workers, everyone in essential business, media, information, technology, everybody that's keeping the wheels on our economy going. Shout out to you. Thanks for tuning in today to the Biz and Tech podcast. I'm Blake Dowling, CEO of Aegis Business Technologies. Shout out to Level Up, our production and media team. Michael Wynn, keep up the good work, brother. All right, everybody, be safe out there. Thank you.